You're listening to the Life Coaching Secrets Podcast, episode number 45. Did you know that life coaches are needed now more than ever? I'm Frank Macri, founder of Thriving Coach Academy. I've trained over a thousand coaches and helped them launch their own successful coaching businesses. If you want to make an incredible income and impact as a coach and have a lot of fun doing it, I'll show you exactly how to get it done. This is Life Coaching Secrets. What's up, coaches? In this episode, I'm going to talk about advanced boundaries. I know that a lot of people know what a boundary is in relationships, but a lot of people still struggle in knowing how to enforce and maintain boundaries. So I'm going to blow your mind by sharing what I call advanced boundaries. Now, before I get into this episode, I want to give a shout out to one of our newest students who enrolled in the academy last week. His name is Richard. And when I asked Richard how he heard about the academy, he said that he was thinking of becoming a coach recently and his wife had been a health coach for a while now. And his wife, Jessica, big shout out to Jessica, has been a listener of our podcast. So when Richard said, hey, I think I want to become a coach, Jessica said, hold it right there. I know exactly what program you need to look into. And she referred him to the academy, and now he is enrolled. So shout out to Jessica. Thank you so much for passing your husband along our way. He is in good hands. And also congratulations to Richard for taking this step forward. Now, I have a handful of episodes that I'm going to be rolling out over the next few days, the remaining days of 2021. I know that this is a time of year when a lot of people might be traveling, you might be going on road trips to visit family, you might be on the plane. So I wanted to stack on some fresh material for you during your travel time. And also if you have some downtime, so that way you can stay encouraged and also have some material to uplift you during this time of year, which can be a little bit stressful. So buckle up, make sure you are subscribed to the show because you're going to love what we have coming out over the next few days. So let's talk about boundaries. A lot of what is taught about boundaries is really a basic level of understanding. So a lot of people understand conceptually that it's important to set a boundary in relationships, but very few people know how to enforce and maintain maintain boundaries. So that's what I want to go over in this episode today. If you set boundaries without also setting consequences, then the boundary itself is counterproductive. So if you're setting boundaries or if your clients are setting boundaries in their life, but they're not setting consequences, as soon as people realize that you're not following through with the boundary you set forth, those people will just continue to take advantage of you. So this is why I created this idea of advanced boundaries. It goes a layer deeper. So I'm going to share what advanced boundaries looks like, and I'm also going to share some coaching questions that you can ask yourself and you can also ask your clients who you sense may benefit from having stronger boundaries that they could uh, resolve relationship challenges with. Now, the first time I was ever introduced to the idea of boundaries, it was years ago, and I was in a therapy session with a former partner, and our therapist gave each of us a uh, a roll of, of yarn. <laughs> Is it called a roll of yarn? <laughs> she gave us a just a big roll of yarn and told us individually to create 
our boundaries from where we were sitting. And I took the the roll of yarn and I just kind of made a border around me and I said, okay, this represents my boundary. And my partner at the time held the yarn and was completely confused. And when the therapist checked in with him, he said, I just have no idea how to do this because I've never set a boundary in my life. And a lot came clear to us when that happened because it was an opportunity for us to realize how he could set different boundaries in the relationship and start to navigate challenges through the lens of what boundaries need to be set right now. And a lot of people, I think, are in a similar boat as my partner was in at the time because we have this idea of what a boundary is, but when it comes to setting it and enforcing it, it could be really challenging. So why are boundaries important? There's several reasons why. First of all, when you have clear boundaries, you allow yourself to stop accepting less than what you deserve. Boundaries are important because they also increase your self-worth. When you set boundaries, they are guidelines for how you want to be treated. This is essential if you want to have healthy relationships. Now, you don't set boundaries to keep people out of your life. You set them because you want them in your life in a way that's healthy and kind to you. So how do you know when it's time to set a boundary in a relationship? One of the signs is if you're feeling drained or exhausted in a relationship. Another sign is if you find yourself complaining about someone and you're complaining more often about that person. Another sign is if you feel like you're walking on eggshells around a certain person. You feel anxious. Maybe when you think about a certain person in your life, it brings up resentment, anger, and anxiety. Those emotions are indicators that boundaries are being crossed, okay? And also if you feel like someone is taking advantage of you. If you have any of those experiences, then it's time to set some stronger boundaries. And if you're already setting boundaries, it's time to get those boundaries a little more advanced. Now, there's a couple types of boundaries that you can have in relationships. Physical and psychological boundaries. So a physical boundary is created to feel physically safe, whereas a psychological boundary is created to feel psychologically safe. And both are important. So physical boundaries, they're impacted by someone's physical proximity to you. So how close someone is physically to you. How they touch you is also a part of a physical boundary. How they touch you. Now, psychological boundaries are impacted by how someone speaks to you. How they treat you. And both are key. Now, here's what never works in a relationship whenever you want something to change. What never works is hoping that the person will magically start changing and read your mind and just suddenly figure out what it is that you want them to start doing or stop doing. No one else can decide or realize what is acceptable to you besides you. So if someone isn't respecting you and your boundaries, you don't want to be waiting helplessly until they do. You can take action and take care of yourself and you have way more power than you realize. But you've got to start, stop blaming that other person and start taking ownership of your life. So when you are complaining about another person or when you are blaming them for 
making you feel a certain way, this puts you into a victim role in the relationship. And it's very hard to make any positive change when you're in the victim role. So here are five questions to get you out of the victim role in a relationship. These are also great questions to ask clients if they're having relationship struggles. The first question is, what are you allowing? What are you allowing in the relationship? This is one of my favorite questions. I love asking a client this. It's one of the first questions I like to go to whenever they start to blame their partner, complain about their, or not just their partner, but just any relationship that is creating stress for them. So let's say that, for example, you have a family member that shows up to your house unannounced and it's bothering you and you're annoyed about it. Well, what are you allowing? What are you allowing? It puts the, it puts the responsibility back on you. It starts to put you in that creator role. The second question that I love is, what are you tolerating? What are you tolerating right now? Okay, what are you putting up with that you don't want to tolerate anymore? Third question is, what role are you playing in this dynamic? What is the role you're playing in this dynamic? So when you're having relationship stress and conflict, you might not realize that you are just as equally a part of the relationship as the other person. So if you're upset about someone else's behavior, then you also are playing a role in that experience. It's not just one person's fault. It takes two people to create a relationship, right? So if you feel like someone is taking advantage of you, a great question to ask is, well, what's the role you're playing in that dynamic that is encouraging that person to take advantage of you? What's the role you're playing? Fourth question to consider asking, what boundary can be set? What boundaries can be set? And finally, what consequences can be set if or when that boundary is violated, okay? And this is the part that a lot of people forget about. It's having consequences. I'm gonna go over all of this in more depth. Now, the most important thing I want you to know from this episode, we teach people how to treat us. We teach people how to treat us. So you need to teach people how to treat you. You teach people how to treat you and you have to teach people who you are. Okay, so before you start labeling people as toxic, narcissistic, or manipulative, those are like the three buzzwords that seem to be very common nowadays. A lot of people just label others in their life as toxic, narcissistic, and manipulative. Before you start labeling that or people in that way, consider that you teach people how to treat you. So the way that they are treating you is a reflection of what you are allowing, I hear people all the time say, oh, that person's just very narcissistic. But the interesting thing is that when I examine the relationship dynamic a little further, when I explore this with clients and coach them through it, we realize that there are boundaries that they are not setting. And if they are setting boundaries, we realize they're not enforcing the boundaries or creating consequences when the boundary is violated. So... Recently, I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was mentioning that one of her family members often comments about her weight, and it's very frustrating and annoying to her. And she was bringing it up often, and I, and I mentioned to my friend, have you considered letting this family member know that you don't appreciate when she sh- says those things? And I realized that my friend, and many people like her, 
don't have a language around what it sounds like to set a boundary. So there are three steps when it comes to having really an advanced boundary experience, which is what I'm going to teach you here. The first step is declaring the boundary, which is knowing how to articulate what the boundary is. The second step is to allow a reaction to the boundary. And the third step is to set consequences if the boundary is violated. So let's start with the first step, which is declaring the boundary. I know a lot of people struggle with the, com- the communication piece. So in my friend's case, where she had a relative that would constantly comment about her weight and how she could lose more weight or you know how her body looked, setting and declaring the boundary could sound like saying, listen, please don't talk about my body. It really gets to me. Or, hey, I'd rather you not talk about my weight. Let's talk about something else. Or it could sound like saying, I don't want to hear your opinion on my weight. And if you continue to share it, I'm going to leave the room. Right? So it's, it's letting the other person know the impact of their words or their behavior on you. So please don't speak to me that way. I don't like when you say that. Can we talk about something else? I don't feel appreciated when you say that. Can you not say that anymore? And you could replace the word appreciated with anything, any way you're feeling. I don't feel, I don't feel valued. I don't feel respected when you say that or when you do that. Can you not say that or do that anymore, please? Or just simply saying, no, I don't want to do that right now. Or no, I don't want you to touch me that way. That's how you declare a boundary. It could be one simple sentence. And just because someone in your life is in a position of authority, it doesn't let them off the hook. You're allowed to set boundaries even with people that are in positions of authority, such as an elder relative or a boss, right? That or an elder sibling. You still are allowed to set boundaries with those people. I would say it's even more important that you do so. This is often where boundaries are needed most. So they may be in a position of authority, but that does not mean that they have authority over your needs and your values and your self-worth. You are still responsible for that. So when it comes to things like the holidays, right? we have the holiday season coming up, you might be spending time with some family members that you don't often spend time with. And they may have things that they will ask of you or say to you or do to you. And you have to remember, it's your holiday too, (laughs) not just everyone else's. So you don't need to do and say what everyone else wants or make yourself available to every family member, right? You must know when to say no or when to say stop or when to say goodbye, And just because something might be tradition or that you always see certain people or do certain things, maybe this is the year that you create a new tradition that honors you more. Maybe some boundaries need to be in place there. You also get to decide what conversations that you will and won't participate in, right? Just because a conversation is started doesn't mean you have to engage in it. So if someone brings up politics and you don't want to talk about politics, you can say, listen, I want to change topics. Let's talk about something else. So declaring a boundary is really about knowing when to give yourself space, when to say no, when to take a break, when to go to another room, or just move to a different person to talk to. That is step one, declaring the boundary. That's where I think most people get when it comes to boundaries. And then the moment that things go wrong, they go back to being the victim. They go back into their default role in the relationship. 
So this is where steps two and three come in. Step two is allowing a reaction. Now, when you set a boundary, people will have reactions to those boundaries. I would be shocked, actually, if someone didn't have some form of a reaction. Sometimes people set a boundary and they see that someone has a negative reaction to the boundary and they think, oh, maybe my boundary is too harsh or I'm being mean or unreasonable. So they go ahead and neglect their boundary and in the process, they neglect themselves. So if someone has a reaction to you setting a boundary, which they probably will, there's no need for you to get defensive about it. There's no need for you to also feel bad about it. Okay, one of the of the uh, things a mentor taught me is having a boundary mantra. So the boundary mantra is just because you feel guilty, bad, selfish, or wrong, doesn't mean you are guilty, bad, selfish, or wrong. Especially if you have people pleasing tendencies, you are going to feel guilty, bad, selfish, and wrong when you set boundaries. But that doesn't mean that you are any of those things, okay? Often when a boundary is set, then someone's going to have some kind of resistance to it, okay? But when people cross the boundary, people get angry, but then they don't know what to do beyond that. So they end up just repeating what they need and being disappointed without having any consequence. So you end up giving the person permission to continue doing that undesired behavior because there's no consequence for them. Now, I want to also mention a disclaimer here. When I say to allow a reaction, when you set a boundary and someone has a a resistance to it, you never allow any physical harm or abuse. This is never about justifying you having any physical harm or abuse. That is not a reaction you would ever allow, just to be really clear. But if someone has a little bit of an adult temper tantrum or they start to name call a little bit, right? They might just be upset and push back with their words. Allow that. That's what's going to happen. Years ago, I had a family member and they, I would have a lot of exhausting conversations with this family member. And I realized that I needed to set boundaries with them. I was not showing up powerfully to that relationship. So I set boundaries and I said, listen, no longer do I want to engage in conversation with you about X, Y, and Z. I no longer want to have those conversations with you. I would love if we can talk about something else because it would allow me to really feel connected with you. And right now I don't feel connected with you. And this family member had a ton of resistance. They questioned why. They said I was being selfish and rude and inconsiderate and disrespectful. There was probably a few, who do you think you are? (laughs) Questions thrown in there. And I simply allowed this person to have that reaction. I didn't defend myself. I just allowed the reaction to happen. And then over time, things started to get better. Okay, so let me go into the third step, which is setting consequences, because this one might be the most important step and the most neglected. If there's no consequences to your boundaries, there's no point to the boundary at all. Consider that. If you don't have any consequence, there's no, you might as well not set a boundary at all. So this is about when someone violates your boundary, which they likely will, having consequences that will condition that person to remember those boundaries and respect you. 
right? One of the biggest challenges that people have with boundaries is figuring out what to do when someone repeatedly violates them. So I'm going to go over some options you have here because boundaries don't work when they are only enforced some of the time. You must enforce your boundary all the time. Otherwise, you're going to signal to people that they can get away with it. They can continue to take advantage of you. So what is the consequence you would like to set for the next boundary that you want to have in your life? Like if you apply this to yourself right now, think about a relationship. You've got the holidays around the corner. So maybe there's that family member that sometimes you feel exhausted around them. Immediately you feel your energy dip, right? What's the boundary that that needs to be set with that person? And what's the consequence that you can set if they violate that boundary? So a boundary is really the point at which you no longer are going to tolerate something that the other person does, okay, and still feel good about yourself. When the boundary is violated, then there's a consequence that's going to teach that other person, listen, that behavior you're doing, it's not acceptable to me. So setting a boundary, it's not just telling the other person how you feel about something. A lot of people assume that that's just what a boundary is, just telling someone how you feel about things. Boundaries, advanced boundaries have consequences because when they don't, you just teach people that what they're currently doing is acceptable. So consequences are a way for you to make sure that that other person is not going to keep treating you in that way that is unacceptable to you. And it's important to distinguish that having a consequence is not a punishment, okay? This is an act of self-love, and it's an act of self-care. So some examples of consequences. A consequence might be you taking time away from being around that person, limiting the amount of time that you spend with them, right? It might be lessening some of the topics that you're willing to engage in with them. And at the most extreme, it might be ending the relationship with that person, So if you want to be in connection or in relationship with someone and they're not respecting your boundaries repeatedly, you have a couple of choices. You can continue in the same pattern as before, but if you do that, you're going to stay stuck and you're going to feel hurt if you do that. Or you can begin to take action. Make it clear to them what your boundaries are and what the consequences are if they violate your boundaries. And that's either going to encourage that person to change their behavior Or it's going to become very clear that they're not able to meet your needs. And if that's the case, then it's on you to decide what you're going to do with that, right? How much longer are you going to put up with that before you realize enough is enough? So accept the fact that some people are not going to respect your boundaries no matter what you do. No matter what you do, there's going to be some people that don't respect them. It's a difficult truth to accept at times because... We would just love to be able to magically wave a a magic wand and all of a sudden people respect our boundaries and honor our needs. Wouldn't that be great? So it can be disappointing and it makes sense if you feel disappointed and, and sad at times when you make that decision to possibly not continue having a relationship with someone who doesn't respect your boundaries. But remember, you cannot change someone's behavior. You can choose to accept it or you can choose to disengage. So I want to end by sharing what your rights are in a relationship. This goes for any relationship, relationship with family member, loved one, friendships, working relationships, all kinds of relationships. 
you have the right to feel safe, not just physically. You have the right to feel safe emotionally. You have the right to feel appreciated, special, and valued for who you are and what you like. You have the right to want and receive attention freely. You have the right to feel validated and affirmed. You have the right to your space and privacy. You have the right to say yes and say no. You have the right to be yourself without permission. You have the right to stand up for yourself. You have the right to love yourself no matter what. And you have the right to have your boundaries respected. Thanks for tuning in to this episode on Advanced Boundaries. Happy holidays, and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, would you like access to powerful coaching tools you can use on yourself and clients right away? For being a listener of the podcast, I'm giving you a VIP guest pass to get a sneak peek into my coach training program. Inside, you'll learn our coach's secret tool they use to transform their clients' lives. And you'll also get a training on how to launch a coaching business. Just head over to www.thrivingcoachacademy.com slash VIP to get started. I'll see you on the inside.